Welcome to Using Your Teacher Voice, Episode 6. So I teach with a guy, a buddy of mine, and uh, we have for probably over a year uh, been batting around uh, an idea to start a podcast. It's like, hey, this is what we need to do. We need to do this. We need to do this. Yeah, he does a lot of like audiovisual in his uh, honors classes. And, uh, you know, he's very familiar with this process. We've talked about this for a long time. We have a name for it. We have like a, a logo. We, we know what we want to do and everything. But uh, the one thing we just don't have is time. We just don't have time enough to do this. So, um, you know, one of the things that we dis- we th- were thinking about doing, making a regular feature on our podcast, was uh, to do this Monday morning quarterbacking of lesson plans. You know, it's really easy afterwards to look at it and go, well, that didn't work. Why? Oh, because this isn't this, right? Uh, but when you're putting them together, you know, you think they're like the best things ever, right? Um, so that's what I want to do today. I want to play with that uh, idea of just uh, critiquing a lesson plan. So uh, the lesson um, today that I want to look at was uh, teaching uh, structure and how the structure impacts an author's message. So first about the class, uh, it is a uh, junior English inclusion class. Uh, it is the second section of that class that I teach on that day. So I have one section, first block in the morning, and then I have this section, which is the last block of the morning. Uh, so they come in at one o'clock until the end of the day at 2.30. Um, there are 28 students in that room. Um, 16 of them have an IEP. Another three of them have a 504, an individual learning plan. And then um, uh, probably we, we've, I think my special ed co-teacher and I would probably say there's three more students uh, that probably should be receiving services, but for whatever reason uh, are not. Uh, the nice thing is, though, that both of us in the room, uh, we do basically give every accommodation to every student. So whether you have an IEP or not in our classes, in our inclusion classes, you definitely get the support. Um, of the 28 of them, six are female. It's an overwhelmingly male class. Um, they are, um, um, it is a loud class. It is a male-dominated class. Um, there's a lot of uh, chest thumping sometimes uh, when the men out there try to try to show themselves off, right? Uh, probably over half of this class is in our trades and industry program. Uh, so what that means is that during the during the morning or the first half of the day, they go to another campus. Um, now, the thing about that is just to realize is it does present a challenge for us in their traditional school. Uh, these students, they leave in the morning. They start a little later in the day, uh, and then they end a little bit earlier. Uh, and that just accommodates bus time back and forth for all of our district schools uh, to get the kids to and from the district schools out there. Uh, They don't have a dress code. We do. Um, And it is a hands-on lab class. So they are out there. They're doing, you know, diesel automotive. They're doing uh, construction, computer networking. But all the classes are uh, basically their lab classes. So they're hands-on. The the students are up. They're working. They got stuff in their hands. Uh, That can present a challenge for these students because they go there the half day. They come in the afternoon. They have a class, lunch, and then come to my class. And that transition can be difficult for them uh, to make that kind of switch from up and about and moving to something that's a little bit more traditional. Uh, and 
we do have uh, a number of students that are on medications, but there are two of them in particular, probably three really, that uh, it's pretty obvious their medicines have worn off by the time we see them at one in the afternoon. So anyway, that's a little bit about the class. Um, as my uh, as my former department head uh, would say, it presents lots of opportunities for us to practice our craft. But um, it is it is a fun class when they are all on task and they're all kind of focused and working. Um, they all they tell great stories and they're they're pretty energetic. Uh, but when they get off task and every one of them goes into a different direction, it can be a handful uh, to manage. Take a look at the let's take a look at what we wanted to do. The assignment was, or the the standard that we were looking at was author's choices and how an author can structure a message, can use word choice, uh, can use uh, different kind of rhetorical devices to craft the message and make a particular message come out. That was the goal. That was the standard that we were doing. And our initial plan was to do a set of stations over the course of about a class and a half. That was our plan. So what we did was we took a article from Newzella, and we really like Newzella. We like that a lot, and we use it pretty regularly. And um, we took the article, we printed it off, and then we read and annotated that article together. We have a set of uh, annotation steps that we do um, to help us kind of you know pick apart a text. We know that um, engaging with the text in something more than just reading it helps students remember that. So we uh, do some highlighting, we do some commenting, uh, we do some different steps to it to help slow down the students and to help them engage with the text more. After we did that, then we uh, put them in groups and at each different pod, we put a different activity, a different way to look at structure and author's purpose in uh, that text. So we had six different stations and what we were intending was that students would move from station to station as they completed one assignment they could go get the next they could move between stations uh, as they felt would be best for them because each of the stations was nothing that they hadn't done before but they all had different kind of levels of involvement or uh, difficulty of the six um, all of them had been things that we had done before Uh, four of them were a short writing response Um, These are what we call constructor responses, uh, and we have a format that we use to answer those. And those questions are generally answered in two to three sentences. And we had four of those, and they looked at a particular aspect of the author's purpose um, or the rhetorical devices that they use. We had another station in which we asked the students to identify the main idea, the supporting details, and then write a summary. And when we introduced these, we told the students, look, here's four that, you know, should be relatively quick. You know, you're, you're familiar with these, you're comfortable with them, you should know how to do these. This one here, we've done several times, you know, the summarizing and main ideas. We've done it several times, but it does take a little bit more time. By the time you, you know, identify the different parts and then write that summary, it does take a little bit more time. And then we had one other station that asked about sequence, and we know that sequencing is very difficult for our students. They have a, a real hard, a really hard time um, kind of putting things in order and understanding what that order means or why the author put in that order. And we say, look, this one is the one that will probably take the most effort because this is the one that several of you are still weak in. So that was our plan. We set them off and, well, it didn't quite work very well for us. <laughs> so... 
to be honest, um, we did it in our first class, our first block, and it didn't go badly, but it didn't work really well. Um, but then we just kind of wrote that off because there was so much going on that first block. Um, there was a late bus. So several students came in late. Uh, we were getting ready to do a set of testing. And so several, um, you know, st- school state testing. And so there were probably four or five students that were called out to fill out some initial paperwork. Um, two kids were pulled out for their ACRs. So we had a lot of movement in and out of the class throughout the whole block. And so we're like, well, this didn't really work well. But, you know, there was so much chaos in there. We just kind of wrote that off and like, you know, we should be good seventh bar our last block this class that i'm looking at today just didn't work um they the room my room is kind of small and so putting them in clusters um can be tricky and even when you do cluster them up you're still within arm's length of you know grabbing somebody behind you right so you know there was a lot of you know playing around monkeying around you know touching each other grabbing each other poking each other things like that yes these are high school juniors but they still you know kind of you know kind of play like that some still and um, you know it just there was a lot of off task a lot of um, you know just a lot of difficulty kind of managing the process so we got through the first day and then we moved on to day number two and we're like you know what let's not worry about the station so the the groupings let's just lay the papers out across the front we have a table at the front of the room let's lay our tables out across the front and just let students you know grab what they need work at their own pace kind of work our way through it so it's like a station only not a station right it's not exactly you know in groups or clusters or whatever but it was you know kind of that same concept where students had choice uh, students had uh, the ability to kind of work it out for themselves and, um, you know, to kind of, um, kind of work the process in a way that was best suited for them. And then things went from bad to worse. It just was a complete, it was just complete chaos. Um, that it took another class to kind of work our way through all the assignments. Um, they just were not able to grasp the idea uh, and they just had a lot of difficulty with it. In the end, I think we really learned a lot about the different things, but getting there was was painful. So the question is, what happened? Well, first off, let's talk about what went right. And I think that uh, my co-teacher and I, you know, we kind of did a postmortem on it. And she and I did agree that we thought that they really did learn a lot. Uh, sequencing was still a problem. But, you know, all of the all the assignments that they did, all the different steps that they did, they they pretty well got it. Again, several of them were things that we had done before. So we were just kind of reinforcing some of those things. Um, But, you know, it was for the most part, they did well on it and they were able to find the right pieces. They were able to make the right assumptions about the author's purpose. So in the end, the product was good and effective and meaningful. It was the process that was a real problem. So what did not work? What went wrong? Well, so my co-teacher and I, we think that the biggest problem was that our students were not, were first weren't able to handle the change. Um, We have done some station work before, but we hadn't done as much as we wanted to. Uh, We had a lot of plans for stations and we just because of the physical layout of the room it just wasn't really feasible and so we've tried a couple little things but this is like 
this was like really only the f- first or second time that we did a full scale, full on, let's move everybody around kind of thing. Um, that was a problem. And, and I, I think that, you know, change, while good, needs to be managed a little bit. And the students weren't able to manage that. They were just not ready to do all of that different changing things. So there's the first step. Second thing to think about was this idea that we just don't think that the students had that ability to really manage their own process. Um, That they just had a lot of difficulty being able to say, this is what I want to do and this is what makes the most sense for me. Um, That we gave them too many choices, I think. Um, That they were all out in front of them and they could just choose and they just weren't able to make those choices. I'm not saying that they can't make those choices, but I think that we just hadn't worked with them enough and taught them those skills in this setting. Let me give you an example. So, like, um, there were six different assignments, and because we originally intended them to be stationed, each assignment was on a different piece of paper. And they would get that paper, they would do that assignment, and turn it in. The idea was that they would turn one in, grab the next. Unfortunately, several students just grabbed all of them. Okay, But then they just didn't know where to start. Uh, there wasn't a natural flow between them. This wasn't like, there wasn't like a first step, second step, third step. Um, although probably the main idea in supporting detail one made the most sense to do first. But there wasn't like you had to do this one before you could do that one. So they just didn't know where to start. Um, when they had this idea of what, wor- you know, do what works best for you, do the ones that you're most com- comfortable with, and then move on to things that were harder. Or start with the hardest things first, then move to things that you find a little easier. I think, again, the students had difficulty with that because they just saw all of this stuff in front of them. And I think that, too, was a piece that they saw all of this stuff, right? Everything. Come on, Wells, there's so much here. Uh, in fact, actually, some of the students were calling it packets. And they were like, you know, hey, Wells, I need to finish my packet. And I'm like, oh, I just hate hearing that word, packets. Um, you know, just that just screams to me, like, read this and answer these, you know, these six worksheets. Uh, just, uh, just gets under my skin. But they were calling it packets because they saw it as a reading in six papers. Um, and so, you know, that was probably, you know, again, it was something on our part that we could have done better. I think looking forward, I think the thing to, to do next would be to start looking for ways to sequence them. This is first, this is second, this is third. Do this, then this. This piece leads to this piece. This piece, the answer to this one will help you with the answer to that one. I think that that was one of the things that we could have done better. I think that we also need to work with students more on giving them choices, but maybe not so many choices at least at this stage. Uh, There were six. And like I said, some students would grab all six papers. And it was really interesting kind of to see how they were trying to do that choice or how they were trying to come up with that organization because some of them would grab all six and would try to do all six and then turn all six in at once. Some of them would grab all six, do one, turn it in, come back, you know, do the next. Uh, There were a few that would do one grab the next paper, do it, grab the next paper. Uh, but it was just really interesting to see, you know, what they were thinking, how they envisioned this process. Um, 
so I think, you know, the sequencing, the organization, those kinds of things, working with students on how to manage their choices is, is something that we need to do. And I think finally, the last thing I need to do is just to do a better job of showing the students how these pieces are all interconnected, even if they're not a sequential order, but being able to say, look, these are all different steps of the same process. Uh, we talked about that before we started. We talked about how that, um, you know, how they were all different pieces of the larger puzzle. But I think maybe if we had done all those steps and then come back with like one final piece that put all those together, I think it would have also helped organize those things. Um, you know, like we said, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking, it's really easy to look at it now and say, oh, here's what I did wrong. Um, and we did not see that going in. You know, understandable, understandable. And that's just part of the process. Uh, so I think, you know, going forward, we have some things that we can use to improve. I'd love to hear some things that happened to you, things that worked well and things that didn't, your thoughts on why they didn't. Um, and you can continue that conversation below. But until then, keep using your teacher voice.